Hello once again. Welcome to the Reality Bite Cocktails and Roses, where we dive into everything Bachelor-related. I'm Georgia Love. I'm Shira Taft, and we are getting closer and closer to finding out the big answer to the question of who will Matt end up with. I'm getting so excited. It's so near. Well, this week, we're going to be talking about, of course, some Bachelor royalty that came back onto the show this week. We're going to be taking a bit of a deep dive into the girls' that are left and and try to work out where they're at. Now, we were going to have a special guest on this show. Unfortunately, he's got a bit of a headache. He spent too much time drinking with Matt (laughs) on the show. Sam Wood was going to come in and uh, let us know all the secrets. We will try and get him in the next couple of weeks. I think his insight will be fantastic. But also, there's been some big news in the Bachelor world, and we're going to get into that, Georgia Love, because your world has been turned upside down, my friend. I don't know what you could possibly be talking about. Either way, we uh, love having you with us. Remember, you can catch up on The Bachelor. Make sure you do. It's getting very exciting at 10. Play anytime you can. And, of course, The Bachelor is on Channel 10 Wednesday, Thursday nights at 7.30. But we need to get stuck into this. It's big time in Georgia Love's world. So over the weekend, George, I was just living my life, uh, enjoying myself, uh, flicking through Instagram, and what comes up is only, well, can be described as, I say a fairly typical photo, but it was, you know, something that made me yell to my wife, say, look at this, congratulations, you got engaged. (laughs) Thank you, I did, I'm so excited, I'm still grinning from ear to ear, my face is actually sore. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Lee popped the question. Now, we've got to go into this a little bit, for Bachelor fans out there, I mean, this is yet another success story, so we clap, big clap to the people of The Bachelor, it is a show that really does find love, I mean, it's so ironic, because... We've just had Sam and Schnez and Maddie J and Laura come yeah. on the show and tell Matt about how real it can be. Yep. You know, we've got Tim and Anna who are married, married and you and Lee now. I know. I know. It's crazy. And it's really nice to be able to come in here and talk about it in this environment when, you know, I know we are all Batchy fans. So I know that people will kind of be excited for the Batchy throwback that was part of the engagement. So um, Lee and I hit three years on Monday last week. So we take our anniversary. Sorry. I bet that, yes. (laughs) Everyone asks that. So we take our anniversary from when we filmed the finale. Okay. As Lee eloquently puts it, when I stopped dating his mates. (laughs) So yeah, from when it was from when it was just us. So yeah, three years ago last week was our finale in Singapore, Um, and then my birthday was also last week as well. So he took me away for a surprise weekend for our anniversary and my birthday, so that I wouldn't suspect anything because that was the celebration. Um, We went to this amazing little, um, I guess you'd call it a houseboat. It was a house on the water in the middle of the Hawkesbury River out at Palm Beach. Beautiful. It was so beautiful. So we had a day there, um, you know, kind of just us and decided not to put anything on Instagram because we thought, no, let's just make it about us. It was really nice. It was really fun. Um, That was a Saturday. And then Sunday morning he said, okay, I'm taking you out for, um, you know, a special lunchtime activity. So put on some nice, he told me to pack stuff for, as if we were going to a winery. So I thought that's what we were doing. So I put on my winery stuff and we're standing out on the deck of this little houseboat thing. Um, and he goes, oh, I think our ride's here. And I turned out and there's this old Helveson boat that 
was actually the exact boat that I took him on on our very first date on The oh, Bachelorette. God, he's romantic. <laughs> Makes me sick. With the same crew and everything. It's this um, little family who owns it and they are the only ones who crew it. So they were there on our first date. It was so beautiful. So we went out um, and moored just in this really quiet little area on the river. And the whole way out we're talking to them about, you know, oh, you remember this and remember that and, um, you know, what's been happening over the last three years. Um, anyway, then we moored and they said, oh, we've got some champagne here. So if you guys want to, you know, you can sit out on the front and enjoy the view. Um, and Lee's got a drone that yes. he's obsessed with. So it's completely in the ordinary for him to put up the drone. So he was doing this like, oh, let's get some cool shots. Um, so he puts the drone up and then he sat down and he goes, oh, it's just taking some photos. So like, let's just sit down. So I'm like posing <laughs> for photos. Um, and then he started saying, now... If you watched my season of The Bachelorette, you'll probably remember Lee's shocking on camera. Mm. Like, if he's ever kind of trying to say anything meaningful or that he's thought about beforehand, he goes to water. Yeah. So he now tells me he had this beautiful big speech prepared that um, he, he just kind of stuffed up. <laughs> no, it was really beautiful. And what was um, really cute is that he actually said a couple of lines that he had said on the show that obviously we only remember because we've been able to watch it back, which is such a special thing about having met on this show is that we get to watch our love story back. You know, we remember the first things that we said to each other because we get to watch it back. Um, and, you know, obviously that, that moment's between us, so I won't reveal everything. Sure. But one thing he did on The Bachelorette was at one of the cocktail parties, he made me a whole heap of cocktails from different places around the world. And the whole idea of that was saying he loves travel and he loves going around the world and he wants to find a partner to travel the world with. And he said, so if you're not busy for the next 50 or 60 years... And it was really cute. It was a really cute moment. Um, and, yeah, on Sunday in the proposal, he actually said that. Um, I have to, sorry, just rub my eye a bit because I keep catching the light keeps hitting me <laughs> from that ring um, that you're wearing there that Lee's done obviously an incredibly good job it's of picking. It's so beautiful. But, no, look, to, just to sum up, I mean, it's amazing. It really is amazing for those from the outside. I mean, I was lucky enough to marry Sam and Schneer. So I stood yeah. there at the altar watching them and their friends and thinking, this is so funny. These guys met on a TV show yeah. and they are now getting married. They've got kids and it's it's all real. And and knowing you and Lee, as I have for the last few years, um, it's great. It's just really nice to see. Did you throw that in there so I think about you when we're trying to pick our cellar room? Not at all, but I mean, I'm free <laughs> for the next 50 or 60 years. <laughs> anyway, we've got to get to the next great love story and talk about Matt and his path. So this week was big for a number of reasons, but not the least of which because Matt got a visit from some all-stars. Yeah, so Batchy royalty. I think Maddie in particular, you know, he's been on The Bachelorette yep. and The Bachelor, so yep. he knows what it feels like to be on both sides. So I think having him there for Matt to speak to, but also the girls or one of the girls, um, is probably invaluable. No, no, I agree with that. And um I think what's interesting is this is the first time this has happened so that a bachelor or a bachelorette really gets to get in. Like, yeah, of course, you've watched the show and they've probably met people off the show potentially mm. or not, but certainly having them there and giving them the insights, I think that's – I mean, how would you have been if Sam Frost or um, – Richie. You, you was, well, you're Richie. Yep. You know, could come to you and said during the show, Georgia, just think about – like, would that have helped? Yeah, you know what? I was actually thinking this when I was sitting and watching this episode – 
Um, at first I've gone, oh, I wish I'd had that. That would have been such great insight. But then in a way I'm also kind of glad that I didn't because I know that it was 100% my head telling me all the things and my heart, you know. Um, so I think, yeah, there's give and take with that. But, gosh, it would have helped with a lot of the – and you could actually see when Matt was in the kitchen with Maddie and Sam – you could really see him kind of going, oh, I don't know where I'm at, rah, yeah. rah, and that I was at exactly the same point at, at that stage when there's kind of six, seven people left. Um, so, yeah, that would have helped a lot. Just to clear the head a bit, the way that Sam and Maddie spoke to him as well was really nice. They were just saying, you know, it's okay. Mm. You'll make a decision yep. and it'll be the right one. Well, that's just the, calm down. I don't think they changed the path necessarily no. for, for Matt. It was just more clarity into saying it's okay, you know, like – Let's break this into three. We've got we'll have we'll have Maddie with the two boys. We'll have the girls meeting the girls, mm. and then we'll have the the whole dinner party. But for me, starting with the boys, I agree with you. It's nice. It was friendly. It was relaxed. I think he really needed that yeah. um, to know he was. It's okay to have kissed a few girls and to to find those connections in whatever way you like, mm. which is what Matt's doing. Um, I thought both Maddie and Sam had some pretty good advice. You know, yeah, really, really. As good. Sam said, he goes, you know, most people don't even break up with twenty girls in their life. Mm-hmm. To do that over the course of a few weeks is pretty crazy. So it's, I would imagine, it's okay to feel a bit funny about that because you you know you're hurting people's feelings. Yeah. But also the idea that, um, you know, you're allowed to be selfish. That's the biggest thing I think that I personally took away. I think Matt would have as well. It's you. It's your journey. Mm -hmm. It's your show. Mm -hmm. Yes, these girls are here for themselves as well, but really it's down to you and who you decide. So you're allowed to be selfish. Yeah, that's exactly it. And Sam said at one point, um, which I thought was interesting, he said going through the show together really galvanises you as a couple because, um, you know, you've gone through it and Mm. you get it together. Mm. And I think that's really true. Um, But it also is the flip side as well because meeting on a show like that and maintaining a relationship from having done it all in the public eye can make it really hard as well. So I think that um, Matt needs to remember that part of it as well. Just because you've gone through this experience together doesn't mean it's easier. That can make it really hard too. We'll talk more about what they thought about the girls' choices in a second. Mm. But when it came to Shnizana and Laura, I thought um, interesting different um, sort of vibes they picked up from the girls. Yeah. You know, they immediately picked up pretty much everything that we saw. We think, exactly. That's what's amazing is yeah. we, we're sitting here going, yeah, but I know there's edits and stuff and how do we know exactly what we're seeing? But these girls picked up everything that I thought was... Yeah, which shows that we are seeing these characters, for want of a better term, for who they are. Correct. You know, they, we, we didn't see a lot of what Kristen had to say to them. Ellie, you know, we know they're going to think she's open and honest yeah. and lovely and down to earth. Chelsea, I thought that was a really poignant moment. Same. Because they were saying to her, and I, particularly um, Laura, why aren't you telling him? What, mm. This is a moment, you know, to tell him how you really feel. Tell us. And what's interesting about that is, I don't know if you remember from Maddie and Laura's season, she was quite closed off. Yeah. So I think that's why she's looking back with the 2020 vision of hindsight mm. and going, oh, I probably should have opened up more because I think someone could have come in and said exactly those things to her at that point. So that's interesting that she's turned around and said, no, you should be doing this. And she's probably thinking in the end it was what got me Maddie because, you know, they obviously connected on a level they hadn't done up to that point. Mm. And maybe that's the catalyst for Chelsea if she's, you know, if she really has feelings for Matt like she said. I mean, she made a compelling case, right, because she said, we have incredible amounts in common, right? Bang. 
she said, um, you know, I can see us fitting into each other's lives. Mm. Great. They comfortably could live in the same environment. Yep. I mean, tell him this stuff is essentially what these girls were saying. What I really liked is we've seen a lot of Chelsea, but at the same time we haven't seen a lot of Chelsea, if that makes sense. Yep. She's had a lot of airtime, but we haven't really delved into her all no. that much because she's so closed. And I feel like this one short conversation with the girls almost told us more about her than we've heard yet. I really loved hearing her say, we've got so much in common and it feels so right that I don't feel like I can say that or it's going to sound fake. Yeah. I thought that was really, that's a real insight into her head and where she's at. And I thought that was really interesting. She's thinking, oh, it sounds so textbook to be like, oh my God, we just have so much in common. But I, I, I really thought we we found out a lot about her just in that really short conversation we I saw. agree. And it plays out later on the, in the next episode, obviously, with Art Simone as well, which we will talk about later. Um, Sagand, interesting that they, both girls picked up that she's just too deep in this kind yeah. of, you know, and, and it eventually got her sent home. Yeah. The fact of the matter is Sagan got so deep into what everyone else was doing, she yep. forgot why she was there. Yeah, and it got into her head and she, she was her own worst enemy, I think. Because they connected, their first date was really good. They had a kiss, it connected, it seemed good, and then from then on, that was it. Mm. So that was it for her and she was gone. Eleanor, now this is interesting because, um, you know, she seemed to be quite honest and obviously – the reasons that they picked her were that they felt that she didn't just give the straight answers. She, she, yeah. You know, she didn't just say, oh, yeah, I'm totally in and I'm in love. And I, she said, look, I could. And that piqued their interest because, you know, I guess they're expecting all these girls like Abby. You know, Abby sat down and played the game <laughs> like she's done with everyone yeah, exactly. that she's met. Yep. Ellen hasn't quite done that. And that was obviously enough for them to. Okay. Can I play devil's advocate here, though? Please. I wouldn't have picked Eleanor based on what she said. I didn't like that she said, I don't think I'll be able to say I'm in love with him at the end. There, there's no rules about what you can and can't or have and have to or have not to say on The Bachelor, but I think the point of the show is that you should feel like you've fallen in love with someone. If she's already feeling like she doesn't think she's going to be able to, I don't know, I just I don't like that. Mm. Yeah. I think the whole point is if you are falling for someone who never heals, it shouldn't. It, you should know that you she can. She just says know I don't know, and I think that like she would have said other things, obviously that that caught their eye. But I think that's okay to be honest enough to say I don't know. Maybe maybe she's just guarding herself. It's guarding herself against going. I am in, I'm falling in love with him, and you know. Whereas the flip side is Emma sits down, and she's giving off. We know what Emma gives off. I mean, yeah. she's her heart isn't even on her sleeve anymore. It's on the end of her finger. She's like pushing <laughs> in people's faces. I mean, Laura summed it up perfectly because yeah. she said this. My only reservation with Emma is, is she in love with Matt or is she in love with Matt because she wants to be in love? And I agree. Like, is Emma in love with Matt? Yeah. Is she in love with love? Is she, you know, so there's a big difference between those things and for whatever reason, the girls chose Eleanor. Yeah. Now, what I found really fascinating was when Matt sees who they've picked, the first thing he said was he was surprised they chose Eleanor. That's a big sign. Yeah, that's a big... And he didn't say it in a very, um, oh, wow, I'm really surprised they chose her. It was a, oh, I'm surprised by this, which immediately made me think, oh, he didn't want them to. No, it didn't. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. But it didn't sound like, oh, okay, no, it's, I mean, great. Eleanor was surprised, but... Uh, Especially after the boys had said this. My gut feel says whoever they bring back for dinner ends up being a you here with. Here we go. I like this. No pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think when Sam said that, Matt's gone, ooh, and his kind of heart's in his chest because he even then said later on that he was as nervous or he had the same nerves going into that dinner party as he did on the red carpet. So yeah. he was putting a lot of emphasis Definitely. on who they chose. Definitely. I, I had this feeling in my guts they were going to choose Abby and it was going to be this real thing of like he's able to sum her up in front of the other girls. Um, no, Eleanor, I knew they wouldn't choose Abby. No. Absolutely. Because they could, I think they kind of said they could tell she was playing a bit of a game. Mm. Actually, another thing Laura said where she really hit the nail on the head was this. It's not about winning. You don't win a prize. You don't win money. It's about having a relationship out of this. I loved that she said that because you, every season there seems to be someone who is just gung-ho on winning. And that's the thing. These two women are standing here, you know, pregnant and engaged or married, and that that's what they've won in inverted commas. You don't win anything. So sure, you might get to, you go on the project the night after the show finishes. And then after that, it's just you two. Well, I was about to say, like, look at the guys we've already talked about, like yourself and Lee, um, Laura and Snez. None of those people were winning. I don't remember Lee ever being competitive. No. I don't remember him ever being like, oh, I'm in this to win it. No. He had genuine feelings. And now that's been, so yeah, I agree with you. I think Abby's playing very hard. Um, the dinner... I have to say, I was right around what Maddie J was was on. Because let's be honest, Ellen is a beautiful girl um, and they have some form of connection. It's sort of changed for me over the last few weeks, but there's some form of a connection there, even though that Matt was surprised she was there. But Maddie J summed it up. I mean, 25 is young. I've said this all along. You've said you, to me, you're on I me. was watching this going, oh, my God, Maddie and Shura in cahoots. Yep, you're we both are. so ages. Well, we are because there's a reason for that because, as he says, at 25, I wouldn't be ready to settle down. Yeah, I, but I'm, he went on The Bachelorette at 27 and was like, hi, Georgia, nice to meet you. I want a baby 10 minutes ago. I know, but so is that all that really different? Did he think that? But either yes. way, <laughs> <laughs> either way, 25 is young um, and – she, yeah, she, I think they found that she was closed to, a, to a, a bit of that stuff and it just didn't – I don't know if the vibe was there. I thought Maddie's questioning was really good. Um, Twitter was kind of saying that he was being a bit too harsh and that he was, you know, playing the role of the parent at the, at home, at the home visits. That's kind of the point. Yeah, that's why he's there. And it, as we said earlier, he's been on The Bachelorette and The Bachelor, yep. so he knows both sides of it. If anyone can come in and give good advice, know the right questions to ask, know the points they should be pushing, it's him. So I think good on him. I think he did really well. Just to sum it up, it's a, it's a real shame Sam couldn't come on today because I, f I would love to know when they walked out of that room if they were like, there's the one. Hey there, sorry to interrupt your podcast, but once you're finished up here, why don't you head over to Hammer at Home? You'll hear from me, Barry Dubois. I'll be talking to all sorts of interesting people from all different walks of life about their homes, families, all sorts of stuff. Start by giving my chat with Dr. Chris Brown a listen. I reckon it's a lot of laughs. Take it easy. Catch you soon. So we've got five girls left now. Obviously, at the start of this week, we had the seven. Let's just take a look into each of the girls that kind of had a bit of a role in these last two episodes, see where we think they stand and how they're doing, because it's really at the pointy end now. For me, the only real freak out I had when everything started feeling really real and really scary and really hard was at the top five, six stage. Yep. Yeah. So bang in where Matt is now. Well, I think because you now realise it's no longer just like not giving a rose to a girl who you thought might have been in it. These girls are probably all really committed um, and all for different reasons, all mm. different life stages and all that sort of stuff. And I, I mean, we can say 
we've already said Sagand, well, she played her hand and that's why she's gone. Kristen, lovely girl, no connection. That is what it is. Ellen is an interesting one. We've talked a little bit about her already today. We don't need to go too much, but that date freak out, I mean. Yeah, we do need to talk about well, that. Yeah, you have to. I mean, I don't. I don't get that. I've gone. If you com- can't project ten years in, in in the future, then there's a real problem. Sure, she couldn't project one. I know. She couldn't say where she wanted to travel in the world. I've gone completely off her yeah. after that. Same. That was a massive red flag for me. Yeah. Massive. I know. I think at this point, maybe if it was your very first date, you could be a bit like, "Whoa, I'm freaking out." There's still twenty girls here. This is too much for me. But when you're at this point, you should have started thinking about those things. And if not, then you should go home. Yeah. Because those other girls are really invested. And it is not fair for you to be there if you're not seeing a future with him because all of the others are. So why did he then take her that night? They did the little date in the bathtub and they connected Kiss Rose. Because I think he's really attracted to her. Yeah. And that's what I think it is. And I'm really worried that that's going to cloud everything else because the by the end of that date, they were both like, oh, this is amazing. We've got such a great connection. No, you don't. You just had a beautiful romantic date in a bath. Yeah. That doesn't mean you have a connection. That could be romantic with anyone. Yeah, that's true. And in terms of the actual meaty part of the date, the actual meaningful emotional connection, she failed. She couldn't even say where she wanted to travel in the world. She couldn't say what she wanted to do in one year's time. I think that's a really bad sign. And I know people are probably going to yell at me for saying this because, you know, yeah, she's only 25 and she shouldn't have to decide those things. But you've gone on The Bachelor. The whole idea is that you were ready to find the one. You were ready to start your life with that person. That doesn't have to mean settling down. That doesn't have to mean having babies in the next year. But you should be ready to meet the person that you want to do those things with in the future. And should be at least in your mind. Like you should at least be able to project in your mind and and think about, because Matt's not saying it has to happen now. He's I don't never feel like he's that, that guy. He's not that guy. Which was interesting having Maddie and Sam on because they were both the two bachelors of all the ones we've ever had who were really ready. Yeah, I'm ready and yeah. I want this now. Very true. Now something she said, um, which really worried me, was this. I'm just, I don't know. It's a little bit scary, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's a lot to like commit to one person and be like, this is this is it, and then we're doing this. That's what the show is. That's literally the point of the show. Yeah. I think show her the door. That, this whole date made me angry. Well, the next few weeks, if she gets a single date, she's going to have to turn this around because I reckon there's probably question marks floating through. I mean, there already was, as we heard at the dinner for Matt. Mm. So I think she's, um, you know, there's some questions. I want to move on to Emma. I find this fast. I find this whole thing fascinating because Emma I? is a gorgeous girl. She's got a beautiful, vivacious, bubbly personality. I just don't see her with Matt. But when they're together... They kiss the They're whole time. really together. I'm going to say they, like, just from a physical point of view, looking at them together on camera, they look really good together. Yep. I don't, I kind of, there's something I don't see in it and I don't know why because their dates are fun, they giggle, they laugh, they kiss a lot, they say all the right things, but I don't know, there's something that's not but translating he, to me. Can I ask you a question? So that whole thing you've just said, in terms of Emma and Matt, I actually still don't – I've realised I don't really know how they would fit into each other's lives. I know she's ready. She's ready. She loves yeah. love. I actually haven't got a kind of idea of job and work and, and yeah, living. Right. I don't really know that. Yeah. And one thing that I thought, and I might be wrong, so I'll be interested on your thoughts on this, is that um, – and you know what it's like because you were in The Bachelorette and you had all these people vying for your attention. But even in a real-life sense, when someone really likes you, 
you try and want to like them back because it's such yeah. a nice thing. And she really likes Matt. Yeah. I think he's being caught up in this whole, like, this girl really likes me. This yeah. is great. Yeah. I Rather think that's than really being, true. you know I mean, what I mean? What's funny is the cliche is that girls do that but guys don't mm. guys get you know kind of scared off by someone that's too into them um but Matt's obviously not doing that and I think you're exactly right he's obviously ready to find the one that's why he's gone on the bachelor she's saying she's so ready to find the one that she's answering all the questions she's saying all the right things and really means them not just saying them mm. so almost I mean really it would be silly of him to not follow that path because he, that's what he wants and she's there giving it all. So, you know, it does make sense. Their dates have been very um, edible and <laughs> yes. also driven by aphrodisiac. They had truffles the first time round, yeah. which she hated, which was interesting, and this time round chocolate. So, there's, look, there's definitely a vibe. There's big words. I'll be fascinated to see how this develops. I think she's going to need to go beyond just the love stuff and really start to get a bit nitty-gritty. Yep. Um, so that's Emma. Chelsea, now... We've already talked a little bit about Chelsea with the girls and how they asked her to, to bring it out and, mm. you know, to be more open with Matt. And then, of course, we had the art class. Oh, God. I loved that moment of her in the mirror with Art Simone, that fabulous drag queen. That was just a beautiful, beautiful moment where you can tell she's very reserved. She's very unsure of herself. Um, and and having her there with Art Simone making her look at herself in the mirror while she was saying all these wonderful things about her and Chelsea was tearing up and crying. That was just, that was a beautiful moment. I worry. About? I worry. Well, I think she's the potential to have her heart absolutely smashed out of yeah, her chest yeah. because you see where she's sitting right now. Um, if she eventually gets to that point where she can open up to Matt, which she probably will and should in the next few weeks, and then he chooses someone else. Yeah, She's got some scars. I mean, the fact that she says her, uh, her past partner or partners basically told her she was worthless. Oh, no. Now, Matt's never going to say that because he's not that sort of guy. No. But effectively, if she's number two, let's say yep. she's down to the final two, and he chooses someone else, it's yeah. just, you know, those people are so vulnerable. Yep. Um, but let's oh. look at the positives. I think that that was a big, big moment for her in the show huge, huge. to have that breakthrough with Art Simone. And hopefully it drives her forward to be more open with him because, you know, they've got a connection, no doubt. And then how they went on then to their date extension, um, you could feel she was a bit more open then. Yeah. She was saying, you know, she was acknowledging how she felt and why she was reserved. I think, again, a lot of what we're hearing from her is the same conversation. Um, we need to kind of get a bit more into the, okay, well, what's your, maybe what's your timeline? Maybe he mm. needs to start asking her those kind of things where we're getting a little bit of repetitive conversation with them. But then that said, whenever they're on screen together, you can just feel the sparks. Yep. I think you really, they just seem the click. Well, lastly, this week, we want to talk about another, I don't want to say rivalry because it's a bit stupid to say mm. that, but really it's kind of opened itself up now where Ellie and Abby are now kind of against each other, if you will. Ellie's taken the mantle from Sagan. Now she's mm. gone. Someone has to focus on Abby. But let's start on Abby because we've already sort of said that she's trying to win. I mean, this is fascinating because in the last few weeks, I felt like the girls have let her get away with murder. She's talked her way they into all sorts of things. letting her. I don't understand. I know. I think she's obviously a little bit um, unaware of her own actions. I mean, she actually oh, she actually so. said this. No. I don't see why Ellie deserves it over me. It's a little bit selfish and a little bit surprising, to be honest. 
the fact that she can think Ellie is selfish, if you look to the evidence of all the people in this entire show who've been selfish, it's been her. And she said the whole way through this episode as well, you know, it's time to be selfish. You've just got to be a little bit selfish. You've got to be a little bit selfish. So you could play devil's advocate and go, you know what? That's fair enough. You are on a show where it's about you trying to find love. However... I think compromise and I think um, being, you know, understanding of other people's feelings, she doesn't have that. She just doesn't have that chip. This is a lot. Social media is really blowing up with this argument as well, people who are pro and anti um, Abby. And the argument is, well, yeah, she's right. She is just here for Matt. She's here for herself and that should be the point. But then the counter-argument of that is there's a way to do it. Let's wait and see. What, he might go to her hometown, meet her family. Her family, look, Ellie, um, Abby's not, <laughs> not here for the right reasons. reasons. <laughs> <laughs> now, do we think that Ellie, having said this to Matt, is going to place her in the same firing line as Mon and It's Sigand. a risk. It's a risk, but she already has a pretty strong bond yeah. with Matt. I'd like to think he would see past that. But look, he's the poor guy. He's had a lot of people tell him stuff behind his back that's been going on. Um, although this is not something new. She's basically backing up what Sagan said, what Monique said. Like that's it's kind of all happened already. So um, And remember what his friend Kate said. That's right. So I think Ali, um, Ellie's still in the mix very much, so they've got a good connection. But she's going to need another date in the next couple of episodes to really cement that, that's for sure. All right. Well, it's time for us to award our Word of the Week. Mm. Um, there are a couple on the horizon this week. One, of course, is baby. We had a lot of baby chat. A lot of baby chat. No, look, I think the word of the week this week, and it's going to go back to the first episode, Wednesday night's episode, it's got to be aphrodisiac. Adding some aphrodisiacs into our recipes. Mm. Not sure I really need any aphrodisiacs. I had like fistfuls of aphrodisiac all day. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of aphrodisiacs working, clearly. Both Matt and I are very excited to get stuck into these aphrodisiacs and I'm really excited to see where that leads us today. The aphrodisiacs have definitely kicked in. Who needs aphrodisiacs? I know. A bit of chocolate. Emma even said, I'm excited to go and taste our aphrodisiacs. (laughs) No, no, just your chocolate. (laughs) So that's our word of the week. MVP, um, there was a lot going on. I wanted to give the MVP to those two envelopes, those poor envelopes that have to sit on the table, you know, waiting for a girl to grab them. But I'm I think... surprised they didn't get ripped. <laughs> no, absolutely. But you you think the MVP is pretty clear cut. I don't think. It is so obviously Art Simone, yeah. that fabulous drag queen. Can we please have her in every season mm. ever at this pivotal stage where everyone starts freaking out about their connections and it getting down to the final numbers? She just came in, stole the show. She gave Chelsea all that confidence. She made everyone feel amazing. She came up with these amazing balls of wisdom. I love her and I need her to come to my house whenever I'm feeling insecure. She was really special. She went from like funny, ha-ha, let's have a bit of a light-hearted paint to deep, dark, sit on the couch, tell me your feelings and let me guide you back. Art Simone, if you're listening, please um, contact me. I need you to be my best friend. I'll say this. If Chelsea and Matt end up together, Art Simone's going to have to play a big part in their life. because Definitely she was made of honour at the she, wedding. She turned things around. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for joining us, Georgia. Congratulations again. Another bachelor, Rhett, uh, bites the dust. What a lovely love story. Oh, hang on, bites the dust makes it sound like a bad thing. Yeah, you're done. You're done. You're finished. <laughs> what well Lee. Um, remember, you can catch up on all the Bachelor at 10 play. And, of course, next week, Wednesday, Thursday night, 7.30, we're getting very close to hometown visits, oh Georgia. God. It's going to be so good. It gets good. so intense here. I think... I'm actually, Maddie J said it this week, and I agree wholeheartedly. Hometowns is when you really, really kind of go, right, this is how I'm going to fit into these people's lives. It changes everything. So I'm 
so excited to see that. All right, five left. Who are your two before we leave? Um, I think Chelsea and Ellie. Mm, it's hard to argue with that. Yours? Also, no, I think I think Ellie and Chelsea probably. I mean, Emma, I, I, Emma's in the mm, mix for me yeah. because they're still making a connection. So it's kind of a three maybe, Ellie, Emma and Chelsea. But we could be proved very, very wrong. This season's so interesting, isn't it? I feel like it's been far more clear in past seasons. Who knows? Either way, we've got to get out of here. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Will you accept this, Rose? It's time to say goodbye.